with your partner, make sure that you take accountability about, you know, I want to do better at this this year. I rarely get on top. I really want to get on top more this year. Would you be able to help me? You know, your partner is one of the best teachers for the body because they'll they'll teach you exactly the way that they like it. But you guys have to have the language to not offend each other and for the other partner to be receptive and to really get that comfortable. So mutual masturbation, masturbating even in front of each other, because having an orgasm while someone is watching is one of the most difficult things to do. I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. All right, loves, I am really excited to have the first conversation of 2022 for all of you with someone that I believe is going to breathe some new life into the show, certainly going to provide a new and unique perspective and some insights on sex and sexuality and sexual expression on the show to really kick off the new year. Many of you, I I know if you're like me, I try to tell myself that there's no difference between the first of the year and the middle of the year and the last part of the year. Like it's all kind of the same. However, just the general collective feel, the general collective energy is like fresh, new something, right? And we're starting a new year. And so I wanted to bring our guest onto the show today. Her name is Samaya and she's going to hopefully what I've gathered from her work online is going to bring in that feisty, fiery, new, new to all of you. So Samaya, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thank you so much, Alexa. How are you today? Uh, you know, I'm just making it work. We're back to back with shows and just feeling all the podcast love. Our podcast just turned one not that long ago and we're, we're doing really well. We're, I mean, I think in the ears of people all over the world. Um, and so just the fact that we get to do this and I'm spending my whole day, you say how I'm doing today. I'm like, I'm, I'm podcasting today. <laughs> so it is a good day. <laughs> No, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to uh, help fuel people's sexual energy for the new year. For sure. So let's kick it off. Um, I would love before we get into like what tools they can do and insights and perspective shifts and all of that. I would love a little bit of your backstory and how you started doing the work that you are doing today. Absolutely. So um, again, my name is Samaya. I am the owner of Sexual Essentials. Um, My business turns four in February. And damn, that's a long time. Yeah, oh, congratulations. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> feel that and for a moment. <laughs> I did. It just, I was like, wow. Okay. So I started this business um, right after I had my son, who is actually turning five. Um, I started this business because one day it hit me that all these other moms and stuff, like I was trying to figure out how to use contraptions on my boobs and all this other stuff people were not having orgasms when they were getting pregnant. And it just, I was like, wait, what? You know how it's like one of those things that you know, but you don't really think about. Mind you, stretch marks. I have to use a breast pump. I have to breastfeed. You know, your your crotch splits in half and you, you know, you double in size and then no orgasm when you created that child. And I was like, okay, this is wild, right? And so I was just like, well, I just, I really want to start talking about this. I've always been that sex friend or that person that'll try anything three times, you know, just in case. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just been very accepting and free spirit. And I was just like, I just want to talk about this. It makes me feel good to just get it off my chest. And it just grew from there because it was like, okay, if we start the blog, then people kind of need to see more stuff. And there are so many sexual lectures online, but it's like, I need to see you do it. You know, it's like long division. You can tell me how to do it all day, but I'm gonna need you just I need to see an example of, you know, how do you do this? And so I got into hands-on courses and that just blew people's minds. They were like, okay, so I can actually watch you show me how to deep throat or how to ride or how, you know, and how to do all these things and really get to the nitty-gritty of us having better sex. And from there it just kind of just snowballed and took off. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I have always been, like you said, that sex friend. 
That's X Chick. It's the name of the show. (laughs) And it's, and it's, and it was named, I have that as my handle and it was cute at first. And then it really took off because it sounds, it sounds nice off the tongue. You know what I mean? But I've, I've been for many years like, oh yeah, have you met her? She's that sex chick. She like talks about this stuff. I'm like, okay, well, let's just roll with it. Um, and it's good. So I, I, I feel you there. I have been that as well. It's like, I'm, you know, just having the aha moment being surrounded by a bunch of people and you're like, wait, hang on. You have many kids. Cause I've been around people that have many children and like have been in relationship or marriage for many years even. And, um, or even on like a second, uh, spouse. And I'm like, you clearly, you don't have to know how to do sex really. And I don't want to say really well, cause it depends on what you want your end goal to be. If you wanted to be a child, well, then you know how to do that. Well, <laughs> you know, like, like enough, well, enough, right? <laughs> well, well enough, but if you want to like have sexual intimacy to feel so good and pleasurable and connected to yourself and your person and all of that, then, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take really rocket science to do the baby part, but to do all the rest of it, that's like a perpetual journey. At least for me, I imagine that it is that way for most people. Absolutely. Sex is hard. Sex mm-hmm. is hard as hell. Forget yeah. hard. Like, it's very difficult. It's awkward. It's embarrassing. There are noises and feels and all these different things. And people need some support on the real life of these things. We're surrounded by so much TV and so much porn that the real world and how we actually engage in sex is really getting lost. And my purpose is to like really get real with people and say, you know what, you know, you're lying. You know, that crap sucks. You know, you want to tell your husband of a thousand years that you've never even had an orgasm from him and you wait for him to get in the shower afterwards and use your vibrator. Like let's figure out how to tell him that because why do we have this fear? Like we, we only have one life and people are scared. Ultimately we're scared to tell our partners the truth. We're scared to speak up for ourselves. And where did that low confidence come from, Mm. you know? And so it's just like, okay, the name of my business came sexual essentials because I want to teach all the essentials of sex. So not just sex, but that self-love and that confidence, self-esteem, your size, you know, all kinds of things go on my, like on my Patreon where I teach people. That's where I do Mm -hmm. all my classes, all kinds of stuff, just about even the way I organize my house changes how I feel sexually, because now it's like, everything is where it needs to go. It helps be relaxed and, you know, concentrated and, you know, all that boring stuff. So, yeah, I know people come to me and they're like, I really want a better sex life. And I'm like, well, buckle up because the rest of your life is about to change in the process. Yes. It's never just about sex. It's about everything. It's about how you were raised. And it's about when, what happens when you tell people how you feel, what has happened before. Some of us have PTSD from being honest or either, especially as women, you're being told, well, what's wrong with you? This worked before. Well, if I was faking it 10 minutes ago, how do you know that they haven't been faking it? Or even guys, guys can never speak up about being unsatisfied because it's like, well, at least you're getting some. And it's like, actually, no, you know, it's, this is very lazy. I'm doing all the work, you know, this is not hot anymore. Or, you know, it's so many different things that go into having good sex and people aren't talking about it at all. Totally. And I think, um, and, and I've been in this space now for about five years. Um, so just a little bit longer than you have been too. And I'm sure that you see the same thing depending on the different, my, my company and who I'm learning from or the different people who are around me, um, whether it be workshops or, uh, places that I continue my education and places that I speak at or facilitate at, um, there's sometimes this kind of fluffy way of communicating about sex. And uh, what I really appreciated about, and I'll try and, and make this make sense here, but what I really appreciated whenever I was listening to you on some of the stuff that, that you have online is that it's really fucking straightforward. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is what's up. And I'm like, wow, why is that so refreshing? Because you know what? I... I consider, and in a lot of ways, this is really great, but I consider so much before I let words come out of my mouth. And sometimes that prevents me from being really real and direct and giving people exactly what they need in that moment. Cause I'm, I'm afraid that they will, I, I will come off as mean, or I will come off as, um, like, I don't care. Like I don't have empathy or something like that. When in reality, when I hear someone like you talk, I'm like, fuck, that's exactly what I need. And then, I, and then I question myself. I'm like, what if people that are in my space or that are around me that I hear, like, 
I'm inspired is what I mean to say. Like I'm inspired to like give more of the here, this what's up. This is really what's going on right now. And, you know, instead of like, well, how about let's go here in the cosmos and like be fluffy and like talk about this concept or whatever, but like really be like, yeah, but like when you move to the side and you do this thing, like, does that just not work for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to be that kind of direct. No, that, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. one of the things I like about um, like expanding my sexual network of just like other educators and podcasters and things like that is that everybody is in a different step in their sexual journey. And sometimes people don't need to start with me. Right. I, I love when people do because now they're, you know, I know, I know that they know how I teach, but sometimes they, they, they have trauma or they have this going on, or sometimes it's a guy and maybe he's more receptive to a guy and meeting all these different people. You're able to say, you know what? I actually think you should go over here. This is kind of how they are because some people are like, if you're coming to me with excuses, you're not ready for me to teach you because I'm going to call you out on it. If you don't know how to ride, it's because you haven't learned how to ride. It's because you're looking for tips every 30 seconds instead of actually working on the muscles that you're going to use when you need to squat your ass to the ground and ride dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the truth. You haven't, you can't walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded and you're wondering why. Oh, how do I ride him longer? Okay. So we're talking about stamina. Mm-hmm. That's your energy. And if you're not exercising, then how are you going to have any stamina or energy? So my question is, are you ready to work out? <laughs> right, right. Because I can't make, I can't make it up and I'm not going to pull it out of my ass to give you some fake excuse or tip or thing for you to, to make you feel better and still come back to me next week and ask me the same thing. Right. How do I do it? This is how you do it. Here's the work. Are you ready to do it or not? Whenever you're ready, just let me know. No judgment over here. Like, just let me know when you're ready. But I'm not going to keep answering the same question when this is the answer. This is the answer. It's the only way you're going to get to it, you know? So. Totally. And, and I completely and totally agree. And people come to us too, and they, and they're in our community space and sometimes, and it, it feels really good to have lots of connections in the space that are great referrals. <laughs> Cause now that when they do come in, they're like this, you know, shy and kind of timid and not quite there. Like even just having the conversation is difficult. Um, I would say I'm somewhere probably in the middle though. I'm, I am fully inspired to like maybe give a little bit of the tough love a little bit more because I think I, I think people could receive that well from me. Um, but then we, of course, have the people on our team, like uh, one of our operations manager is just like the sweetest, softest little ninja. Like she's just <laughs> like this ball of like little, like embodied love. And then you go to her and then you walk out of the room. And you're like, that was all like so soft and sweet feeling. But like, she just like broke my brain in the best way. So <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And I, and I love it all. And I love that we get to showcase it all on the show. So um, I would love to just crack open the conversation of like how people can take more responsibility for their sex and their lives and the love that they want to create um, coming into the new year and, and your perspective on that. So I think that the sandwich method is like everything for just talking about sex. If we're, if we're being honest, we, a lot of us don't want sexual criticism. So one, we need to like take our egos out of it and start being able to accept when someone gives us criticism. It's almost like if, if, if your partner came to you and was like, babe, I'm not coming. Like you're barely moving. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to want to lash out. You're going to want to say something mean about them. Before we do anything, you need to take accountability about how you respond to people when they tell you stuff. Otherwise, you know, they're never going to tell you anything. And as the other partner, you need to be honest and call out your partners when they're doing this kind of stuff. You know, hey, it was actually very nervous. I was very nervous telling you how I felt sexually. And you just bit my head off for telling you the truth. If you need a second, take a second. But please, let's not do this. Don't don't do that to me. You know, we don't speak up for ourselves at all. We let people talk to us however we talk to us. And then we throw it under the rug. And then we come back like nothing happened later. Like, hey, sorry, I was in a mood later. And I know because I do it too. We all do it. Nobody is perfect. And depending on what someone says, you know, your feelings get hurt. And lying about our orgasms, it's not helping. So the sandwich method is everything. Give a compliment, say the thing you want to work on and end it with a compliment. So the biggest thing I get asked all the time is, I've never had an orgasm before. I've been married for X amount of years. I don't know what to do. Well, first you need to tell your partner you've never had an orgasm. How are you going to do that? 
babe, here, here's going to be my example, babe. I, I feel really bad, but I really need to talk to you about something. So first you're letting them know, you know, Hey, this is awkward for me. Um, I do need to talk to you. And so you're, you're setting the tone for the conversation. Just, it's not even always what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you just say, you know, and some people find out from toys, like I, they use a toy and they realize, oh my gosh, I've never actually had an orgasm before this. Right. So for whatever reason, just tell them your truth. You know, that toy that I got. So I had an orgasm and I am really nervous to tell you that I don't know if I've had an orgasm before that. And I just wanted to tell you about it because I just, I don't want to lie. And I just, I don't want to keep it from you, but this is really different for me. And I just, I want the same experience with you. Or honestly, I'm not really happy with our sex life. I know I've gotten super lazy, putting the accountability back on yourself and saying, you know, I haven't really even bought any new lingerie for myself. or I haven't done this. And, you know, my body's been so different after having the baby and I just, I want to do better. So I was wondering maybe if we could try this or maybe we should have a night of the week where we talk about fantasies or just tell each other something that we really want to work on, but you're being open, you're being honest and you're not blaming anybody for anything because ultimately your sexual pleasure is all on you. If you allow someone to not please you, it's on you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that starting there is a, is a great place. And then also be ready for the work. A lot of people buy my courses. And I mean, that's great because I have a son to feed, but I can see how many times you logged in. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't log in at all. You, you, you want to learn it. It makes you feel good. But for one second, can we just be serious about something in our life? This is why people are not getting anywhere. Or that's why you're everywhere else. You're successful. You make six figures. You have the best friends. You go on the best trips and yet you can't even catch a nut. So at what point are we going to start getting serious about what you want out of your life? But I can't make you do it. Mm. You know, that's a question I can never answer for people. How do I, how do I get started? How do I, how do I, how do I? Actually, you just do it. You just need to find the resources that will help you do it, but not how. That's a matter of you making up your mind. And there's some discipline that comes with good sex and good God, it's worth it. (laughs) It's worth it. It sure is. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what I'm hearing in that is, is really, if you want 2022 or any time at all to be the moment, right? This is where I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to have accountability, personal accountability so that I can have better sexual intimacy, you know, intimacy at all uh, or intimacy as a whole, but then sexual intimacy specifically. And it takes being honest and upfront with where you're currently at. Yes. And where you want to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some people don't know. Some people, they just, they just know that right here where I currently am is not doing it for me. Absolutely. I always am a big advocate for masturbation. So I feel like almost everything that I've experienced sexually with a partner, I experienced it first by myself. And that was very, very helpful because there is nothing more awkward than wondering what happened with your body. And you have to ask someone else, how are they going to know? Because you shook and squinted your eyes for a second. (laughs) Like that, that's not going (laughs) to help them know because so many people have been faking it for so long. So getting comfortable with yourself whenever no one's around is a great start. Like a lot of how could you never had an orgasm when you're able to masturbate and it's not the fifties. You don't have to acoustic your clit anymore. You can use an electric guitar. Okay. You can use toys and not toys that are necessarily as people think going to desensitize you because that's a myth as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But indulging a little bit, Like you have a Louis Vuitton bag on your arm. I'm sure you can spend a hundred dollars on a good toy. Yeah. Maybe the toys that you're using aren't working because they're super cheap or because you tried to get the ones off of Amazon instead of finding a proper sex distributor, or you have to look at what is the role that you're playing in some of these issues before you use them as excuses to not continue your own learning. Mm -hmm. And with anything else, whether it's investing or real estate, you don't just take those tips and start doing it. You actually learn. You go to YouTube University or something like that. We need to do the same thing for our sex life. 
How are you learning? How, what official, in what official capacity have you learned anything about sex since you started doing it? What class have you taken? Mm-hmm. Or are you just watching porn where they edit the sex? Realistically, how have you actually tried? And a lot of people will say, well, I, I, I was reading Cosmo. No, no shade. Please don't take me out your magazine. Um, I was reading Cosmo for the top three tips on how to please him and da, 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 da. And <laughs> all right. It's not enough. Yeah. It's not enough. Let's learn all of it. Sex ed, especially in the States, is contraceptive and how to keep yourself safe from STDs. Mm-hmm. That's it's not on orgasm at all. And even men think that just because they're having an orgasm that oh, I already know what I'm doing. Did you know you can have multiple orgasms like women? Like it's possible you can have a better orgasm. Every orgasm that you get can be better. It can be bigger. It can be more often. It can be, you know, more consistent. Mm-hmm. It can always get better. There's always something to do. But do you even care? It's nice to say you want to have a lot of sex, but a lot of people don't like sex that much because they haven't had a reason to like it. They like the idea of sex, but they don't really like the thing. They'd rather daydream or, you know, yeah. making it a reality is just not, it's not realistic for most people. And I'm, I just want people to trust me for like 10 minutes, take one of my classes for 10 minutes and just watch. Just yeah. <laughs> for so many people, the idea of putting money towards their sex life is such a foreign concept. Like even invest, like you said, you've got the Louis Vuitton bag on the arm, but you won't you know, invest in a good toy or even just your education a, a, as a whole. I mean, to me, I don't know if this is the same for you on some level, but for me and, and I just got married a, earlier this year. Well, I say earlier this year, this fall so in October. So it wasn't that long ago. Um, And I mean, just in the whole getting married has brought up all kinds of new, like the inner voice in my head just like says new things now, which is, I find very entertaining. It's like, oh, are you still hot as a wife? And I'm like, where did you come up with that? (laughs) It's just really weird, new material. And I'm like, you're cute. Um, But just the, the, the idea of like an investing and for, for some people, um, such a foreign concept to go, like, I'm going to put money towards that thing. And it's just, I, I would love for more people to understand that. And also investment doesn't necessarily mean money. It's time and energy. Because for me at this point, I pay for convenience a lot of times that, and that is definitely a luxury. I'm like, I don't have the time to do that thing. Can I pay to expedite this or have somebody do it for me or something like that. Right. So it's more my time than anything. And so then to, to like take stock and look at my life and go, um, you know, I want this thing to be better. So, and I think that that's, I somewhat lost my train of thought, but for my husband and I, which is still funny to say, um, our, when something's off in our sexual connection and our intimacy, it's off everywhere. So if we, if we go several days without some kind of connection, I am, I am ruminating on it. It's in my mind. I I feel disconnected. I feel tension. I don't feel super in my body. I feel very in my head. Uh, and I, and I start to internalize things that I, when we do have regular connection, I'm not thinking things like, like, well, is something wrong with me? Or is he not attracted to me? I like all these things start popping up in my head. And then I start like these weird seeds of resentment that he knows nothing about start taking root. And then I start lashing out and it's not about the dishes, you know, it's like, it kind of goes all over the place. So like for, for me, and I'm sure that there's many people that resonate with that. It's like, well, when the sex is like not being had or it's being had, maybe even I would say like too much or like when something is not quite clicking or not quite right, or you and your person are not quite on the same page, then that translates into lots of other areas. And I think for parents too, where it's like, oh, the connection that they have with the the person that they co-parent with, whether they are in a romantic relationship with them or not, like even just that relationship certainly funnels into how like their connection with their kids and like people who are together and they have their kids. Like, I'm just sure all of these dynamics Everything is are connected. affected by it. Yeah. And so then to like consider that, wow, that is a really big priority when all things considered. So then why wouldn't I invest in that? 
Why wouldn't I put my time, my energy, my money, my, my focus on this thing? If everything else is made better, if I'm a better parent, if I'm a better person in the workplace, if I'm a better friend, if I just feel better to myself, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be having regular sex or sex every day. It's just your connection and your relationship with it. Right. A lot of us repress our sexuality. And so I get a lot of virgins. I get a lot of celibacy and things like that. And I'm like, what does that have to do with you learning about your body? Yeah. When people are like, how did you get so confident? How? Because mind you, I was 40 pounds bigger than this just a couple of years ago. And I was still walking and talking the same way. But it was because it's like, there's a confidence that you get when you can give yourself three squirting orgasms back to back and then go grocery shopping like nothing happened. Like when you can give it to yourself, look here, I can't. And so it's like, you see how guys walk around when they do it for you or they make you come or they make you squirt or whatever else. And they're like, they feel super good. Well, guess what? That stuff is really hard to do. I feel really good when I make myself do it too. So a lot of my confidence and self-esteem is even just in knowing my body and not letting people get over on me and as well as myself because it's so much imposter syndrome that comes with embracing your sexuality. But I know that a lot of people are trying to figure out how much sex should they be having in their relationship, Mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of the, the questions and comments that I get from people that are in couples is around the how much. And my question is, how is it when you're happy? Because that'll tell you more too. So ideally I could have sex every day. But would it be good sex? And I have this rule that I don't have bad sex anymore. I'm just too old for that shit. I'm turning 30 next year. Okay, I'm too old to be having bad sex. (laughs) So my thing is when I do it, I'm going to do it like a rock star, do it full out, like so amazing because that's days of memories. That's days of flashbacks. That's days of flirting that it creates because I went all out. I'm I'm busy. So I have my son part-time with um, his dad. Um, But when I'm with him, I'm a single mom. And then I have my business, which I run by myself and all these other things going on and, you know, other business ventures. And I've been told like by my, my main partner, man, it's been a while since I got some head from you. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I totally know, but I'm not going to suck your dick until I'm absolutely in the mood to do it. I'm exhausted. This is my plan for the week. I'm going to knock these things out because they're really on my mind. I'm going to knock these things out and we're going to make up for this. And then guess what? When I go back in, he's like, okay, however much ever time you need for the next time. Like, it's, you know, could, could you imagine? like, it's just, it has to be worth it when you do it. So that, could you imagine it being bad and being, random yeah yeah just rushed like I think everybody I think on some level everybody can tell when they are interacting especially sexually with someone who is somewhere else in their mind yes and it it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good for myself and I don't want to get in the way of my own orgasm either and so now to be realistic I probably have sex one or two times a week as a sexual educator but when I do oh my gosh I gotta stretch the next day we you know recently we broke my bed (laughs) <laughs> wow. Wow. But, but when we do it our minds are clear and we're being thorough we're pulling out these toys there's a plan there's a massage table like we're taking the time to give it what it needs and so I can make it off of one or two times a week because it lasts like five days mm-hmm. the energy that's left over yeah. and I, I I had to ask my partner you know when we do have sex how is it for you and he's like honestly it's amazing He's like, you seem very present. And he said, that's helpful for him, you know? And I think that we do our partners a disservice when we're not present. And so be honest about it instead of being awkward or picking a fight, which sometimes it's easier to do. um, Be honest that, you know, honestly, I'm not even present or ask for a sexual favor. And sexual favor is like, I need you to do something for me, but I do not feel like doing it for you. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't. And sometimes we have sexual favors. Sometimes I'm like, babe, I need your mouth. I'm really stressed. This is what I need. I need to feel affection. I need your mouth on me, but I don't feel like sucking any dick afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) And, and he's like, Thank you for at least telling me that yeah. because back in the day, what would you do? You'd probably do it anyway. Now you're doing it kind of half fast. That's going to make them 
kind of feel small about themselves and you know and sometimes you just need affection in a certain way sometimes you need a sexual favor and I would and I feel like sexual selfishness is real and sometimes we just have to acknowledge what we need and I think guys sometimes want to be just like can you just can I please get a blowjob yeah like you have to add it on the calendar. It's so many things to think about. And that's why I, f- I think of myself as like people's sex best friend yeah. to remind you to go suck his dick, to remind you to go eat her out for no reason, to remind you about for a sure. special massage. Like you, sure. you have reminders for everything else in your calendar and every, like, let me think about this for you. Follow my page and see the post. It'll remind you to do something or remind you to talk about something. Something as simple as following more sexual pages will help you remember your own sexuality. It's so much you can do, you know? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm hearing you and like, we would use maybe a little bit different language, but it's, it's very much the same, you know, for, for Jordan and I, and we're really playing up this whole husband and wife thing. Like it's, it's very, it's very entertaining because it's so new. Um, But this like, uh, what was I telling him the other night? I was like, I, I want you to take it because you own it. And like, and some people might hear that, right. Some people might hear that and be like, he doesn't own you. And this, and I'm like, no, but when I say it, there's no shame in what gets me wet. Like the, if I look at him and I'm like, if you want it, I want you to take it because you own it. And he's like, but that just kind of like brings up a bunch of stuff for him. well because he has grown up with the i don't take it like consent looks this certain way and i don't want to force you into doing something i'm like no no no, you are mistaken when you say that i know it's those words but i am so turned on trust me you're not taking something i am not enthusiastically giving to you Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I feel like, honestly, the thing about getting with partners, I think the two hardest things with having a partner is one, masturbating in front of someone and two, talking about your fantasies. Mm -hmm. So I think the most awkward ones for me to talk about are when I'm attracted to someone else. And I'm now I'm poly. So I sometimes have multiple partners and things like that, but sometimes I don't. And sometimes I'm attracted to someone that I don't even want to sleep with. Right but I want to tell him so he can like mention them during Uh the sex. And then, you know, and and I I love that, but that's a level of freedom I've never had before in my life. And it's just like being honest is more about how you say it than what you're saying, because you can't deny who you are and everything that you've thought somebody else has thought. We just have to figure out how to deal with what other people are saying and figure out how to say it in a way that they can be more receptive. And that's Mm -hmm. just, accountability, practice, and discipline, honestly. A thousand percent. Yes. You know, and it takes practice. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. it definitely, it definitely takes practice. And so for, for everybody listening, I mean, if you're just considering what we're, we're talking about here, I think, and, and bringing it back into the context of 2022, going into the new year, like, it sounds like make a nice little sandwich. SMI originally said of like, sandwich that with a compliment or some vulnerability and then a share of like where you're at and then another compliment um, on the back end of that. And, and you really use that as a springboard and a foundation to crack open more conversations. And maybe you're not with a partner right now and, and maybe you're dating or something like that. And that, that doesn't mean don't use that technique because that's not just for people who are in relationships or long-term relationships. That's for every type of person. If you could, if I could give some encouragement, I would say, we call them anything left unsaid. So things that are left unsaid, like little things that could plant seeds of resentment. So, and, and where we have the left unsaid, the more, more often that more often than not, that comes up with my friendships and, and women. So it's like, we'll have a weekly women's group and it's like, okay, anything left unsaid from the week before, is there anything that you're holding on to? Because once you let it out, it can't take root and turn into something bigger. Um, and so if you create that, you know, that, that opportunity to say the things that are left unsaid, you know, cause it might be this, you're unhappy in sex or you're unhappy with a lack of orgasm, or you're unhappy in some way. And then that translates into, 
you being mad that you got in the car after they were done with it and the gaslight came on and it's like that motherfucker, you know, like that's not about the gaslight. It's no big deal. Get the, the car's going to run. It's going to get low, you know, but like, because maybe the sex isn't so great or you're feeling frustrated there, that little seed of resentment has now started trickling into these other things. And, and that of course leads to really, really deep challenges in relationship for people relating. And then eventually at times contentment, which leads to the end of a relationship. So, um, just that's a great idea. Just for 2022, like you're saying, just starting a list of like, this is what I want to work on, but make sure you start that list with yourself first. Yeah. Like, what do you want more of yourself? I yeah. always encourage, um, everyone take better news, um, masturbate and figure out where you can do better. So make sure you're fucking yourself on a schedule because also you have to understand no one else will ever be able to meet your needs in the same way that you can, as far as like availability, like they have their own life. Even if you're married, they have their own work. They have their own family issues. They have their own stuff. So taking nudes of yourself, one reminds you to be sexy, keep working it. And you just really start accepting your body and being turned on by yourself. Um, masturbating just because, I mean, you can have an orgasm at any time when you do it yourself. And, you know, starting with that list of where you want to do better. Do you want to purchase more toys? Do you actually want to figure out kink? Do you want to go to some events or what is it that you want? And be honest with that. And with your partner, make sure that you take accountability about, you know, I want to do better at this this year. I rarely get on top. I really want to get on top more this year. Would you be able to help me? You know, your partner is one of the best teachers for the body because they'll, they'll teach you exactly the way that they like it, but you guys have to have the language to not offend each other and for the other partner to be receptive and to really get that comfortable. So going back to the mutual masturbation part, masturbating even in front of each other, because having an orgasm while someone is watching is one of the most difficult things to do. Like Super ever. vulnerable. Even every time you say it, and I've done it, we've done it many times. And every time like, oh, it's, it's, it's like, Ever, um, it is. Like, yeah. Right. It's very, it's very vulnerable. I mean, I have people that I work with that the, when I give like self-pleasure ritual or self-pleasure practice or masturbation, I give that to them as an exercise. You know, they come to me and they say, I want this like deep transcendental, you know, cosmic astral, play. like they want this like crazy out there tantric sex. And I'm like, well, tell me about your relationship with your own body. And that's like, all of a sudden they contract. Or they tell me they want this, like they want to explore and play and all that. And I say, well, tell me, let, great, let's do that. What's your relationship like with your own body right now? Like, how do you feel when you touch yourself? And like, then all of a sudden I feel like all their energy shifts and they completely contract. And the idea of giving exercises or activities or something to do for them and a partner, it's easier in some ways. And uh, my challenge to them is how much of that is you just putting on a show? I give you the tip or the technique or I tell you what to do or I give you the activity and you just go through the motions and attempt to be sexy and be in a way that you think the other person is going to get off to. But you're losing yourself in that process. What are, what's natural and authentic? What are, are the sounds that are coming out of you and moving through you? Are they natural? Are they really coming up? In, or is it something that you just you saw in porn or you experienced before? And so you're just repeating it because you think it might be hot. Like that's not going to get you ultimately where you want to go. And so I like just bring it back to when you were originally saying like sex with yourself is really important. And I think some people don't, and I've said it so many times, I've had so many people on the show talk about it as well and talk about it all the time on social media, like have sex with yourself. And it, and I think sometimes people are like, yeah, they kind of write it off, but there's yeah. so much to be discovered that when you're with yourself that you can bring into relationship with the partner. Because I mean, if they, if you think about it, that was the whole roadmap. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the person that contracts at the, just the conversation, I say like, your house is empty. It's just you by yourself. And you either have your hands or you have a toy, whatever is the thing that you're most comfortable with. And you just put your hands on your body. And they're like, it's the, it's the worst. They're like, I can do it for five minutes. I have to stop. I'm like, okay, well then that's where we start. We don't go to the kinky exploration. We don't go to the sex party. We don't go to all these other things. We're not even going to talk about how the fact that they might be coming. I want to learn how to deep throat. Cool. Let's talk about your relationship with yourself first Absolutely. before we ever get there. So you can really forge a genuine, authentic connection. And then that then translates into the sex with another person. And that's what's going to change the game. Absolutely. Almost everything that 
when you ask people, I always start every class asking people, what is it that you don't like about this? What part is hard? Because I want to make sure that they can understand at the end of the class, you see how we address this? This is the answer. Are you going to do it? Because I'm not going to hold your hand. I have more things to teach, more things to do. And that's why all of my learnings are replayable because just because you bought the class doesn't mean you're ready. And I'm not shaming anyone for that. That is a start. Like I, I literally teach a masturbation and squirting class because it's teaching you how to have orgasms and ejaculation from the standpoint of masturbation, which is where it needs to start. Right. And then I teach you the foreplay and vaginal orgasms, which is doing those same things, but with a partner. And it matters. It matters with angles because some people are like, well, I don't like how I look. Well, if you're masturbating by yourself and you were starting to record it or doing it in front of a mirror, you would start knowing your angles. You would know which way you you feel better or you look better when you masturbate even. Oh, I look crazy. Well, that's usually what a real orgasm looks like. If you look just like at the gym, if you look too cute, I don't think you're really in there to do any work. Even just setting yourself up to be comfortable. A lot of times we don't want to speak up when you're laying down, even like getting head. Do you ask for a pillow? Do you make sure that you actually don't feel like you're doing any work or are is your back like kind of strained most of the time, like with that little bit of an arch? Guess what? All of that is stopping you from letting go because you're not comfortable because you're scared of speaking up. You think that it's going to make you high maintenance. If you tell someone, actually, can you get a pillow and put it under my knee? Oh my gosh. I got hit recently with pillows under my knee while I was going back. One of the strongest orgasms of my life. Because I, I was taking this tantra class and they were like, how often are you comfortable? And I was just like, I'm comfortable. It wasn't until I got comfortable that I realized I'm not comfortable. I'm just right. trying not to be difficult. I'm trying not to be difficult. Try not to be and too much. It's BS. Be too much. Because when you're being amazing, they're going to be like, oh, it's worth how, you know, be too much in every way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And if sure. someone honestly has a problem with you treating yourself well. That's not just your person. Exactly. That like boundaries are for everything. Boundaries are so amazing. Mm. I, you know, and we don't respect them with ourselves. So of course we're not going to enforce them with someone else. And, you know, what's your, what's your biggest demographic with your show? Like, is it married women, moms, like singles? It's pretty broad, but it's generally 25 to 35 is the biggest category. And then 35 to probably 55 is right behind it. We're about 78 ish percent women. And uh, our platforms are almost identical. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But I do have a lot of women that are a part of couples. Um, And since Jordan and I coach and teach a lot together, uh, I think we're getting more and more couples as well. I mean, his platforms are skewed more women as well. And I think that that's just personal development and sexual development. It, like women are leading the charge there and in a lot of ways. And and I'd say like for a lot of women who, who even are listening to the show as I'm speaking to you, I'm like, if that's the case, it'd be okay with that being the case. You might have to lead the charge in transforming your sex life. And that doesn't mean that like you got to bark orders or be more masculine or any of that stuff in order to get what you desire. Um, but it's like you get to do the big, bold, courageous, brave work first and set a, set a stage for it and then, uh, allow. (laughs) I I, I don't think that we really take time to acknowledge how often we have sex when we really didn't want to, and not like in a non-consent type of way, but maybe you wanted to have sex, but they're not doing something you want and you kind of do it anyway. Like, well, this is all I'm going to get. And when I first started saying, you know, actually I'm good. Like I'm not there yet. I'm not ready. It's, it's a level of respect that I started receiving just from partners period. Like, damn, she knows her shit because it's like, I'm going to set you up for success. I know I, I let people know, you know, I know exactly what I like and I'm very vocal about it. And when they get the reward, that's usually the, this is, this has been one of the most amazing experiences ever. Not because I have new, new coochie or something like some brand new robotic stuff, but because I'm actually letting them win. So they're getting the reaction that they ultimately want anyway, which is a sincere and real orgasm. Like our partners have a PTSD from us faking and not being fulfilled. They, they are not fulfilled because we're not fulfilled. So it may be awkward, but it's just best to just, be honest. And I think some people, yeah, I think some people might feel 
some fear and some stuff come up about like being too communicative, like that's going to be bossy or difficult or too much, like we were talking about before. And I, and I think about maybe sometimes they do have a partner that's like, wow, you're just like, nothing I do is good enough. And, and that's, I think, a challenge that some people face too, is that like, they're, they are speaking up, but their partner then shuts down because it's like nothing that I could provide is good enough. And so this is where that tough love comes into play is communication on one side to deliver it, maybe like the sandwich or, you know, definitely with vulnerability and certainly not when you're naked. Cause that's like extra, extra vulnerable. It's like, now let's, let's actually talk about how unfulfilled I am as you know, we're naked. That's like, just don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but then, you know, taking responsibility for, for men, which is really interesting. I'm going to speak very lightly generally here, but what I experienced and, and, Actually, I'm just going to be from my personal experience, um, just in case this isn't like everybody doesn't feel resonant with it. But what I experienced a lot in dating and then eventually getting with Jordan, um, it was like the men that I was interacting with, they just assumed that they were really great at sex because they knew how to do it. Like they knew how to come. And so they just like assumed this is the way this is the way you stick it in. You have some friction come ha- like orgasm happens for somebody and like that this is really the the way and what i found really interesting was that a lot of them seem to be pretty content with just like continuously doing like they could do the same thing every day and be so fulfilled maybe even a couple of times a day and they would be really happy and for me i was like absolutely not interested in that and and that you know i bring up that that concept or that idea of like you can have sex the same way with a thousand different people or you can have sex with one person or a couple of people a thousand different ways. I'm like, I like that second option. You know, it might not necessarily be with only one person, but I would like the thousand different ways. Let's go explore all the different ways that we can incorporate this. But what I experienced over time was like, I feel like these people that I'm interacting with, they are cool with just this same thing. So the message that I have for a lot of men when it comes to like taking responsibility, I'm like, you're doing great. And there's way more available and accessible like you're doing great on some level i won't just assume that you're just doing fantastic with where you're at like you're doing great on some level and there's way more and that's not a direct jab at your manhood it's not a direct jab at you're not you're not enough yeah so in my experience i love doing things differently it's really fun i'm definitely very experimental but truth be told my my partner is on dialysis now. He needs a, a kidney transplant, right? Our sex is still just as amazing as it was when he was all limber and all this other stuff, right? And if anything, now, because of some of the restrictions, we do more of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still some of the best sex I've ever had because it's very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And when it's fulfilling, it's more intimate. It's more connected because it's like it's thorough every single time. And so a lot of the sex that people are having, not only are they doing it the same, but it's not being done correctly. And you just keep doing it half ass. Basically, you first of all, women need to come first. Literally, at least once. Guys, it is not me just saying this because I'm a woman. I'm saying it literally because anatomy and science support it. The clitoris is so big that if you want her to have a full body orgasm where it works up, you have to understand that her first orgasm is going to be the weakest. And it may not ignite everything in her. It may not be her full clitoris responding because it's so large. Giving her two to three before you even start um, you know, like intercourse mm-hmm. by the time you get inside and you give her an orgasm, it's going to be so much more fulfilling because it's so much bigger because now her clitoris has had time to swell up and all of it show up to the party. Right. Okay. Versus if you have your orgasm, if she even has one, it's going to be the weakest one. That's sometimes that's why she's not excited about sex. She's not getting the big hoorah that you are. Mm-hmm. And if you stay hard longer than five minutes, it'll feel better than you too. Just because you hard does not mean it's time to have sex. And yeah. it's really crap and lazy and boring when you do. How long can you keep a hard on? Like even keeping your, your, your manhood hard for 20 minutes, like while you do other things, it, it brings back things that you haven't felt in a long time. Like, like that, that, that 
anticipation, the the horniness. You know, we're so, so quick with the quick gratification and not realizing that that time is not because we're saying you can't have it. We're saying it's better if you wait. Watch this. Like, calm down. You're going to get your nut, but just slow it down and yeah. extend the time a little bit. But For sure. him making sure that I get the orgasms that I need before we even start intercourse is like, it's so thorough when we do have sex that even if we did the same exact thing every single time, it would be successful. It would be full out. It would, yes, eventually it'll get boring or you'll want to try new things, but at least I know at our base level, it's more amazing than when other people have you hanging from the chandeliers. Why am I hanging from the chandeliers and you can't make me uh-huh. have an orgasm and regular missionary? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. we need to calm down before you start adding all those tricks, even when it For comes sure. to writing or giving head. I tell people I've never had to do anything extensive or crazy or dangerous to be pleasurable because the basics I do amazing. Mm-hmm. The basics in life get you so much farther than trying to learn all this new and crazy stuff. Like perfect the basics For first. Sure. And then you can start combining some of the basics to create some of those new things. Some of the new things out there to do in sex don't even make sense. But <laughs> When you start combining basics together and okay, when you take a little bit from this and a little bit of that, when you make this new thing, when you analyze the new thing, the new thing is nothing but the basics at the end of the day, doing it in different order, combining it in a different way and certain timeframes, different pressures, but you know, and then totally. Yeah. Kink is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but for sure, for sure. And I, and I think for some people, when they hear like the basics and they're like, they might think that they already do those really well just because they know how to do them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they do them very well. And, and for me, uh, when I think about, you know, let's, I'll go back to like the sex, a thousand different ways. The next part of that is the actual sex itself is pretty much the same every time, no matter what we've done, it's the the journey leading to the sex that, Absolutely. that can incorporate lots of different things. And yeah. And it's, so it's the floor play. It's all, it's the whole journey leading up to the actual intercourse part that gets to change all kinds of different colors. And it, that, that experience gets to be different and the scene can be different and the location might be different. And like, uh, the buildup to the several orgasms and like, maybe they were done separately or maybe they were going to done together or something like that. Like there, there's just so many different things that can do the buildup to the actual sex with the, like the actual sex itself usually looks pretty. Cause there's not really that many different ways you can do it. Right. Right. Or that you even want to, but right. And then the aftercare is, 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 um, a, the beautiful ending to it as well. That like sets you up for your next time. You know, as you said, your flashbacks, it's like your show. You have the same setup every time you probably have your intro, you probably over some stuff. And yes, the topic is different each time, but you're still going to give your, your following that listen, that, that, that feeling from each episode is still set up the same way. You're doing the same thing every single time you're just switching out different things. And I promise you guys, if you can make sure that she gets her orgasm before you even have sex it will take you so far. Mm-hmm. Stop being intimidated by toys. They're there to help you because we know how long the clitoris takes to get there. 18 to 40 minutes, you guys. Yeah. And a lot of you guys are like, well, I have sex before that and it's fine. I'm not saying that you can't. Right. I'm saying that it's better. Guess what? I can cook a chicken really quick and uh, I can turn it on high, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? Slow cooking it is still going to taste better. It's going to be more tender. It's going to be more juicy and a lot of women think that they have even just lubrication issues. You don't, you just quick as hell. Like Mm -hmm. give it a second, give it a second. You're not a young whippersnapper no more. Like just get a thing a second. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe y'all have been around each other for a long time. I tell my partner all the time, like I do miss when just seeing him would get me like there. I miss those times. Like it doesn't mean that he doesn't anymore. It just means that I know you, I'm used to you. It's no longer a surprise. I'm not surprised by how I feel about you. I embrace it now. It's a part of me. It goes away. It's not about like, we have to stop trying to possess these feelings that we all feel. We have to just stop. We're pointing the finger at each other and acting like you've never felt the same way because it just feels hard to hear, you know? And well, it's easier. I mean, it's, it's the reality. It just is. And to be at odds with is to be fighting reality, which causes stress inside of the body and tension inside of the body. 
But like, it is the way that it is at the beginning of a relationship for so many scientific biological reasons. And then you're midway through a couple years in to a long-term relationship. And you, what's really great is that you can take responsibility and take action and invest into the relationship and into the sex. And it can always get bigger, bigger, broader, better, more expansive. Um, And just when it's like, wow, this is as good as it gets, you realize like, oh, there's a whole nother layer to it as long as you continue to show up for it. And so really, um, it's a bringing our, our show back around and landing our plane pretty soon is just the, the, really the idea of like, hopefully this, this general conversation is just inspired on the real, be real with yourself, be real with your person or your future person, or if you're dating something like that, um, yeah, be, we'll start with yourself. Let's just go ahead and say, start with yourself. If you want 2022 to be the year of the best sex of your life, let's start with yourself. Let's, uh, Go ahead and get the journal out, maybe sit and say, how are all the reasons? What are all the reasons why I might be experiencing lack of fulfillment? How can I take personal responsibility for all those things? And I'm using a lot of what, what you shared during the show, Samaya. Um, and how, and, and how can I take personal responsibility for all of those things? Meaning you're going to potentially set up a conversation and instead of being like, well, you, if you would just do this and if you would just do that, there's none of those things allowed. It's how all self, which is the only thing that you have control over. Absolutely. Like, how do I go into that? And then potentially prioritize all the things that come up for you. Prioritize what do you want to open up and crack open first? And then hopefully that first thing will encourage you to do the next thing on the list and the next thing on the list. And then offloading some of the stress or offloading some of the resentment or offloading some of like what you might have felt about your sex or your partner or whatever, getting those things off your chest and out of your system might create, I have a theory, space for pleasure, space for connection so that you can have those better orgasms or orgasms at all and continue deepening in intimacy and connection and feel inspired to even try maybe some new things in the year. And to add to that, um, what you said sounds so like grown up and like official and people like really need to like get their shit together, which I love. Um, and I know some of you are probably listening and like, well, where the hell am I going to start with that? Let's be honest. Sometimes we're not even at that deep of a level, but we're like, damn it. Okay, fine. Let me figure (laughs) out how to do it. Even just starting. And this is kind of like what you were talking about in the beginning, how I am. How do I do this? All right. Invest in your sex life. So of course I'm going to suggest me because I'm on the show, Um, but find a sexual educator and take some classes. Okay. So first of all, Instagram is free. So you can even just start with their Instagram and scrolling their posts instead of just asking questions immediately. Go look at the websites that they've created. Most likely there is information on their website showing you about something. Go look at their old posts. Start from the beginning and see what they're talking about. Go and Google some of the stuff that they're mentioning instead of saying, oh, what's this? Everything that people are talking about, there's way more knowledge out there to get you started. That's just a free level, right? Mm-hmm. But then they they have different classes. So like for myself, I have master classes. I have master classes on dick writing, on mouth master class, like on masturbation and squirting. Those are all encompassing on those specific titles. But for some people, it's like, that's a lot of information. I don't, you know, that's a lot of pressure. Totally understand that too. And also those classes are mainly geared towards women or those who are doing something to a penis. Mm -hmm. But even on the Patreon, Patreon is $15 a month and it has almost 200 classes on how to do stuff from lingam massages, because ladies, you need to learn how to have more foreplay for your man as well. Um, They need the same intimacy and affection that we need and that we say we want. Sucking it and putting it in is really lazy. You can give him a massage, not only on his body, but on his genitals to relax him. Like, even if it starts out soft, a lot of us walk away from the situation like, oh, you're on soft, da, 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 da. Like if it doesn't work, they get the same anxiety that we do. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Just like sometimes our stuff just doesn't work. Giving him even a lingam massage is a way of showing affection and showing that, hey, I still care. It's like him loving you, even though you're on your period. I don't know if, you know, everybody sure. stops lights or not, but you don't want him to just like ignore you because you're on your period. Right. You still want love and affection and attention on your body. Well, guess what? They want the same thing. Giving him a lingam massage. First of all, pairing up a lingam massage with your mouth is like 
Jordan's Pop. favorite thing in the whole world. In the whole world. In they the are whole so world. simple to please. Like every man is like, yo, that lingam massage, <laughs> your mouth. Like all the girls come back to me and they're like, he thinks I'm a God now. And I'm like, you are, you, are. <laughs> you know, like yeah. classes like that, how to, how to manifest with your orgasms or even for the guys, we have pussy eating classes on there and how to have anal sex and how to get started with tantric, how to use Yoni eggs, all these different classes and stuff. And 15, it's like the Netflix for sex It's 15 bucks. So that's probably less than your a much you know? lower barrier to entry. And you don't have to feel like that, uh, like someone's paying attention to you. Like for some people, the idea of sex, like, uh, and working with someone like you directly or someone like me directly is like really vulnerable. And like, I like too much intimidating. Yeah. And so this is a way that, that I would imagine people can get a lot of information on these different subjects. And it doesn't mean that you want to give a massage or you want to eat pussy in this particular way, but necessarily you can gain the information and then determine on the other side of it, if you actually want to implement it or not. And it's from an empowered, knowledgeable place versus like, Oh, I just don't do that. And that comes from trauma and upbringing and all of that. And it's so many, it's so many different opportunities to learn for free that people are not taking advantage of. Like, even if you're listening to this episode, have you listened to all of Alexa's episodes? She's probably dropping gems, had other teachers like, do the work, some of the work for yourself, Oh yeah, you know, like, and just start, just start. And honestly, sometimes listening to the content inspires you to want to do more for yourself. Mm -hmm. Even if you just go binge some of, you know, some of her old episodes or going through someone's Instagram, it's just like, Oh, that's interesting. Or even when people sign up for the Patreon, they're like, where do I start? Start with one of the titles that just sounds fun to you that you want to start with. And maybe you'll hear something else in that video. That's like, Oh, let me go find that one. Then, then they're connected. And then you have interviews. There are so many different ways and Instagram lives. A lot of these educators, like even me go, go live once a week or do a question box, participate. Yeah. Participate. You never know what you're going to get back. But at the end of the day, if you want to have good sex, you're going to have to make up your mind because my sex life is just fine. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like Uh at some point you have to stop giving yourself these excuses and stop acting like you don't deserve a good night. Like, come on now. You had kids, you're sexy. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is the part about being an adult that we've been looking forward to, to have sex. There you go. (laughs) there it be good sex like come on oh my gosh so i thank you i appreciate you delivered i love that and i'm sure that yeah and i'm sure that like there's a a beautiful balance in a sense of like the way that i communicate and the way that you communicate as well that like people are able to like hear maybe maybe i fluff it because i do at times and like i want everyone to feel like they can resonate with what i'm saying and then you know and i just think that that the experience was definitely more well-rounded and um, you know, and I, I really love that we stuck on the topic of like, how do you take responsibility and, and craft the sex life that you really want and like leverage the energy of the new year and all of that? Um, because I had a whole section of questions that I could have asked you that's on my paper here. That's all about sex after baby. <laughs> so, oh, give it. Oh, girl. So, I'm like, oh, give it. To I me. know. I'm so that. that will have to be, I think, on maybe another show because, you know, I'm I am you know, I have multiple friends that are pregnant or trying right now. And that's something that Jordan and I are looking to, um, that we're hoping to do in spring, early summer this year. Um, so we've got like some health stuff that we're navigating now, and then hopefully we'll be ready. Um, as far as our bodies are concerned, I don't know if like our heart and our soul and our, all of that and our lives are really ready for that, but we're just going to jump in. So I'm very curious about that. And I'm starting to gather information about like, how do I prepare to like have the best sex of my life when I make a baby? How do I have, you know, and, and I, I, I question those things. Like, how do I want to show up in that space? Like create a child. How do I want to show up for my partner when my body in a sense is out of commission? How do I frame it in my mind that I also deserve intimacy, touch and pleasure? And so does he, his whole life has also just changed. And instead of like, oh, it's all about my body and what I just went through. And like, I just, I'm, I'm pondering all of these things and I feel like you um, have a bunch of knowledge in that area. And so our conversation, we can te- to Both be continued. 
Yeah. Postpartum sex is one of um, the most near and dear topics to my heart because it's the first class that I created. Um, my mm. masturbation recording class is based off every concept taught in that class is how I brought my vagina back to life after having my child. Like I thought wow. it was broken. Like wow. I would, orgasms were super weak. And I know that sounds super scary, but now they're surpassed where I even started from. But there is, there is absolutely a step-by-step process for that. And I would love to come back. And I'm not just saying that. I hope that you, I'll, you know, send you my information after this, yeah. because I would love to come back and talk about that because there are definitely actionable items, not just a feel good conversation to inspire you. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, okay, do this and then do this. And then after you do that, then mix it with like, I can live, literally right. give you a recipe for fixing right. your coochie. But you know, that really is only accessible to people after they do the basics with themselves. You know what I mean? Like you can give me that information, like the basics to some degree, like maybe that even in some way is the basics. It's going to be the first time that they really engage with their bodies, but like you can give me certain things and I can take that. And now that knowing, knowing my body, the way that I do know it now, that's not scary to hear for me, but I imagine so many other people that would be scary topic. So let's, because that's a big old can of worms. <laughs> it is. But the one thing I will say, um, since we can't get into it now, um, is you have to understand that you will be, um, at a lower level than what you're used to in your sexuality sometimes right after having a child, mm-hmm. maybe not even because of your hormones, but because of a busier life and, for sure. you know, whatever else. If you know that you're going to be at a level that you that's lesser than what you are now after you have a baby, then what you can do is start putting yourself at the highest sexual level possible. So that way, when you come down, you're not coming down as low. So, ladies, if you're if you don't like sex now and you have no children or you're unsatisfied now, you're only going to get more on your plate, which is going to take you farther from where you ultimately want to be after the baby. I had a sexual routine before I had my son. And so immediately afterwards, I was like, okay, how am I going to get back on that level? And so because my sexuality was top of mind before, I was able to remember. But when you barely want sex now and you don't have a kid, you think that you're going to care afterwards. You're going to be like, oh, at least I have an excuse. And, you know, even me, it was so hard. I'm already super sexual or sensual or whatever word people want to choose. And it was still very difficult to get back into it. You know, and that's something that we do absolutely need to talk about. So let's mm. put it on the calendar. Let's yeah, it. well, it's certainly I'm definitely down in 2022 to have more people on the show that I'm like, I know nothing about this subject because I well, I wouldn't say I don't know anything because I help a lot of people because I have tools and techniques and different things that I can help people that I work with no matter where they are at and, and just connecting with their bodies and that kind of thing. But the, the challenge is I haven't physically gone through it myself. And so there is an element of like, I can only deliver information so far up to a certain point before I'm, my recommendation is to go speak to someone who has already gone through it. Not necessarily an expert, but someone yeah. who's gone through it. So it's definitely like uncomfortable for me or I'm like, oh my God, okay, can you tell me I'm recording this conversation so that you can tell <laughs> me all the things that I can look forward to in the future, which is humbling and exciting. So to be well, continued. I'm very excited for you. Your journey Thank is you. like, starting all over now you've had one with yourself and here you are so congratulations and thank you so much for having me but I will absolutely um love to come back and give my three cents on um (laughs) I like that (laughs) little extra great I'm always a little extra and that's just fine you know so yes (laughs) yes please Oh, yes. Um, definitely. Let's set it up. Sure. Thank All right, so Lady much. Love. This was beautiful. Thank you again for coming and sharing your energy, your essence, your magic, your knowledge with the That Sex Chick listeners. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.